Recording in progress. Another edition of This Is Recorded Podcast. How you doing? How you feeling? Giving your energy is best. Hey, check us out on YouTube. Please comment, like, subscribe. We got to get that up. We got to get our energy up. You are now watching. You are now rocking with This Is Recorded Podcast. All that negativity, all that sadness, all that drain, uh, soul, and hurt. Man, we're going to throw it out. We're going to have a good time. We're going to speak some positivity in the air. We're going to have a good time, man. Um, man, uh, let's have fun. I'm in a silly mood, man. Um, what is one thing, put it in the comments, uh, Instagram, whatever, what's one rap you could rap for a million dollars? For me, you know, we praying for our brother Kanye, um, you know, hate doesn't help anybody, love conquers all, um, we pray for a, a mental recovery for him, if he's going through something, or if that's him right now, we hope that, you know, he wipes that out. He becomes better, you know, like, because speaking ill, whatever, is not going to do any justice. It's not going to help anybody. We need him to be positive. We need all of us to be positive. When we all fall down, we all need help to get back up. We all need acknowledgement to get right. We all need to be told when we're wrong. But like I'm saying, that was the disclaimer for people that hate Kanye. But um, if it's one verse I could rap, I really believe I could rap, man. YouTube, you can see me embarrass myself, but I really think I can get off slow jams because for Kanye, when Kanye first came in, musical genius, when he first came in, I heard Through the Wire. I was like, okay, he cool. But when I heard slow jams is when I was like, he's something else. And he said something like, I told her to drive over in your new whip, bring some friends you cool with, I'm going to bring the cool whip, then I want you to strip, see you is my new chick, so we get our shine on, she be grabbing, calling me Biggie like shine home, man I swear she fine home, telling me them diamonds, when she know they rhyme souls, you got a light skin friend, look Mike Michael Jackson, got a dark skin friend, look like Michael Jackson, I was ready for some work, she was ready for some action, my dog said, you ain't a freak, so you about to prove my brand wrong. I'm gonna play this fan draw. You gonna take your pants off. I'm gonna play this Gladys night. We gonna get, get ah man. When you on the spot, I be thinking in my head, be going man. But you know, I was feeling it, man. Kanye, we want you to come back. We love you, brother. We need you to be right. All our black people, anybody struggling, man. We need y'all to be here. We need y'all right. And we need to uplift each other. It's funny sometimes to laugh at some people. People say crazy shit, but you want them to be right. You want them to be well. How are you doing, man? I'm going to be honest with y'all. It was a lazy week. I was just laying around. Uh, me and my wife, she, we've been working opposite times or whatever, but we was just chilling. We was just enjoying life. Um, we was just having fun, man, and I hope you guys are having fun out there because that's what life is about. You just got to enjoy yourself. You got to have fun. We don't know when that last day is. I know y'all get tired of me saying it, but we really don't. So we just got to enjoy ourselves. 
and just have a good time and have fun, man. Remember, I remember when we was having fun, we was out there, if you could see, man. I made this little artwork at Splatter Studios, if you're in the Atlanta area, YouTube, YouTube, check me out. Um, I made this, this is recorded, baby, at the Splatter Studio here in Atlanta. You know, mine's is just like, oh, I'm just messing around, but... Man, you know, of course, the wifey, man, the women just do it better. She she had to, you know, Picasso it out. It looked like it's, it, it's a painting we could sell. You know what I'm saying? You, you're supposed to just splatter it and just make it whatever, but this is a painting we could just sell. But, man, just, hey, whatever you're doing out there, get, you know, truly and honestly, man, TikTok is like a new thing. Whatever area you live in or major city you live close to, get on the TikTok, type it in, and date nights or fun things to do. You'll find so much stuff. It's so much great things, especially in the Atlanta area. Um, forever, I love Atlanta. It's always a good time. It's always something to do. But um, uh, we, uh, where do we go? Um, we finally got in your third spot, the little place, man. It was pretty amazing. If you hear um, a little cheat code, if you're in the Atlanta area, if you go the last 90 minutes, you really got to put in reservations that they want you to pay. But if you go like the last 90 minutes here in Atlanta, it's a little spot. It has bowling. It has all game. The adult game bars are going crazy right now. But it has bowling. It has games like cornhole. But you track it. It has darts and you track it. They have beautiful drinks. They have like a drink tree and everything like that. It's really cool. It's things they got that is really awesome and just fun. And it's like I think it's catered towards millennials too like. You know, we like we grew up on, you know, video games and stuff like that, but also bowling and stuff is always fun. So, you know, uh, we finally got in there. Uh, we just do a lot, man, and we try to find a deal. And, you know, it's $15 per person the last 90 minutes, but I had to read that in fine print. Read the fine print, everybody, because if not, you'll get played. But this life, man, just really enjoy. Get out there, like I said, get on TikTok in your area, find stuff to do. It just, you know, it's something healthy. Like right now, um, I got to go to the store in a minute. Uh, the moon looks amazing. Um, I'm recording this Saturday night, the 7th. I don't know what kind of moon is going on outside or whatever, but it looks very beautiful. Um, I can't wait to, uh, you know, go to the store and see it again, man. Um, shout out to all the Cancer Risings and all that stuff like that. Um, but um, you could be lazy. You could have some lazy downtime, but you also got to know you got to put in the work. Also, to motivate you um, on Netflix, Nike has like a 10-minute workout thing, and it's about doing stuff. You know, when it comes to working out and eating right, I think the main thing is that like you start out slow and build up. You know, a lot of people want to go so hard, me, and start out and be amazing straight off the bat, but it don't always work like that. You got to slowly gain it. Like for me, I like to take a walk. You know, most of the time when I do my Monday videos, I'm going on a walk or something like that. You want to just um, take a walk. I just thought about it. I would not have won a million dollars from that um, Kanye 16. That is what it is. But you want to just go out, you know, take a walk and maybe uh, do that Nike workout thing. And see, it's just you and Netflix. So just try it. They got 10-minute ones. They got yoga, different things. Hey, whoever did that, just like the skip intros, whoever did that at Netflix, you deserve a raise because that was pretty, pretty amazing. But um, it, it's just, you know, you got to get right. You can have some down times. I think you got to know yourself, basically, is what it is, is that you got to know, like, am I being lazy and I'm going to stay like this? Or am I, you know, just having a lazy couple days and then I'm going to get right? You just have to know and understand yourself. But 
one thing you have to know and understand is that nobody's going to get it for you. You have to go get it and stay consistent. You know, um, Jim Jones said it one time, when you lack motivation, I guess as far as a rapper, stay consistent. For me with the podcast, I just try to stay consistent, stay trying to do something and provide something for the people, an outlet, some laughter, some fun. Please tell a friend to tell a friend, get the YouTube up. Get the YouTube up. I'm trying to make this happen. Get the YouTube. I'm trying to work on the shorts and the clips. Get the YouTube up. Um, if you listen to the podcast, um, thank you very much. You've been rocking with me for a long time. If you're watching this in another country, man, hit me. Uh, write in the comments, man. Tell a friend to tell a friend what we're doing. I got some things in store. Um, and just want to do more. You know, what I said, that consistency and that hard work, I got to do more and put it in to make this exciting. Just... You know, I think people like the motivational talks, but I want to have fun. I don't want it to be so serious all the time because life is serious enough. So we want to have fun. We want to, um, you know, appreciate our happy. You know, for me, it's like for so long, I always felt like, you know, if you heard podcasts before, I felt like it's not going to happen for me like a field trip. Like ever since I was young, like a field trip, like. Uh, we probably ain't gonna go. I'm probably not gonna make it. Like, just really weird. Maybe depressed at a young age. Like, that's not gonna happen for me. That's not for me. And I was talking to my wife today. I said, I'm so thankful in my season of happy and my feelings that, like, look, now I'm at a point where it's gonna happen. This is my life. And I'm accepting that. And I love it. I love the life that I live. I love the people I'm around. I love that I have a best friend and my wife. I love the family, the Dukes, the Aunt Rise, Aunt Brenda's, my mom, everybody that watched this recorded, man. Everybody that supports, I appreciate everything, man. I, I don't take it for granted, and I'm really happy. I think I'm finally, at the age of 35, realizing, like, hey, man, you live a good life. You deserve it. You put in the work. You're a nice person. Your karma's good. And I want all of us to know that, like, hey, you deserve it. You know, you, you've been through things in your life or you felt down in your life and you got a season of happy and you deserve it, man. Like I said, like I told y'all, one of the last podcasts I did um, in 2022, it was like, you know, I had these times where I feel down or whatever, and it, it may not be over. You know, life is a journey, not a destination, you know. So I told y'all, like, I would hear the car crash in my head and different things, and now it's like I laugh at different things in, in my life, the depressed stuff or the sad stuff. It's like, you can't beat me no more. I feel like I'm conquering that. And that's not to say that something may happen and I might, you know, get in a little funk because we all might get in the funk, but I'm in a season of happy. I'm loving it. I'm enjoying it. I want you to be in that season of happy. I want you to smile. I want you to take that walk. I want you to, uh, you know, do a, a, a painting, do whatever you have to do to get right because... You know, it's a lot of depression, it's a lot of sadness, but we got to work, we got to build each other up, and we got to be happy in it, man, because there's somebody that's doing worse than you. My aunt always said it could be better, it could be worse, you know, and I really live by that. You know, you get little gems from people, and that's one I definitely live by. It could be better, but it definitely could be worse, so I'm really, really happy to be in my happy right now, and I hope you happy. Can you see the smile on my face? I'm very happy, man. YouTube, YouTube, check me out. But, um, you know, uh, what are y'all watching out there on TV? They, I finally finished Wednesday. Um, what else? They got all the Rockies on Netflix right now. Uh, I watched the Chippendale story, which is a crazy story. Let me just tell y'all. Chippendale's like a male strip club. It's on Hulu right now. Um, but it was like a show, but... 
quick backstory: Chippendales was a, a male strip club. Uh, back in the day, it's always like find the problem. The problem was it was nothing for women. This guy, this Indian, finds a strip club, and then it doesn't work. It, at first, it wasn't a strip club. It was like a backgammon place, and then it worked into something else. And he met somebody, and they told him what to do with it, and he changed it around to a male strip club, and somebody dating a playmate, and then they get murdered, and then he gets big, and then people taking over. He meets this Emmy Award-winning guy, and he comes in, and they change the whole model around, and they got a routine for the male strip clubs, and they blow up. I mean, if you were born in before, you know, the 90s or something like that, you might know Chippendales, but it's a bunch of crime and murder and suicide and different crazy stuff and sometimes i like dark stuff shout out to tim burton i love my boy tim burton batman returns one of the best batmans the dark look i love it but if you're out there watching chippendales um but uh if you have uh peacock or you have another way of watching something the best man final chapters um that show was pretty good and amazing you know, for me, when I see stuff like that, you know, when you see an all-black cast, stuff like that, it's really sad to me that they only have these little spots of movies, and they got to pick and choose for what movies they can be in, which movies they can't be in. You know, you really don't see them a lot, but, you know, everybody remembers, you know, The Best Man. Everybody remember Wood. They remember Love and Basketball, but most of these actors don't get the type of recognition in the bigger movies like everybody else but when they do have something we got to support it so hopefully we see more of it and going in sometimes you know you see a lower budget and this things like that you'll probably think it's bad but shout out to peacock because um what was it bel-air and now this uh the best man final chapters they're doing something with the black series that touch on real issues you know um and uh the best man final chapters on Peacock, they talk about um, black love. They talk about the struggle of losing somebody and how do you get over that grief. They talk about a son that, you know, uh, is trying to battle with sexuality. They talk about two people growing apart and going in different ways. But I just love that they show in that show, like, the ups and downs, but also how we can resolve them peacefully. Because, you know, a lot of people, you always see, you know, if somebody shoots up a school or something, a white person, it's always like they were disturbed or this or that, but it, black people is villainized, you know. It's all, like currently right now, um, they made a big deal about Kyrie and him posting something that he, he just reposted it, basically copy-paste something on his page, right? But now you have the UFC director or you have Jerry Jones and old pictures and stuff like that. Sorry, Aunt Ross. But... Uh, back in the day of racist and they don't push and push and push the envelope and hold them accountable. But for us, with black people, they hold us accountable. But you look at somebody like Dana White, you know, he just slapped his wife in the club and things like that. They're not making a big deal of it. So, you know, for us, we have to really uplift our people when we're in stuff and we have roles and other things. We have to push. We have to fight for it. We can lift each other up the most, uh, black people, or we can tear each other down the most. Because we move culture. We are funny. We are cool. We are all of that. So we make things go or not go. Even for different podcasts or different stuff your family got, like, have you seen your cousin? He rapping. He trash. Or 
have you seen this podcast and what is he doing or this and that instead of uplifting each other or you know putting it out there or promoting each other it's like a lot of times we tear each other down and that's been placed in our minds since the plantation days but we're in a time and a space of smarts and intelligence and with the internet we can put stuff on youtube we can put stuff on our social media we can reach masses of people we have the power now to bring different perspectives and i love like in the best man final chapters they brought together those different perspectives and i'm like damn like you don't really see like a black husband loving his wife or you know a black family like um most of the time it's always you know like they put like oh well somebody has to be mixed or this or that which is true to those stories but it's almost like they don't want to show you just two black people truly in love loving each other being happy it's always something negative or fighting or arguing there's always something like that so it just felt really good and it was really funny and it just the music the music, the music, man. It seems like in a lot of movies and stuff like that, they can't really get the budgets for good music, so they have whatever music. But, you know, the music that we listen to and love, when you're watching it, you could bop around to it because music is a trigger and music is a, a, a time capsule that sends you to a place. So they play good music, man. So kudos. I think it's Malcolm D. Lee. Excuse me if I'm getting it wrong. The writer and director. He's done other things, even like a brother like Robert Townsend, for people that um, know Robert Townsend. He did Meteor Man. He did um, Hollywood Shuffle was his first movie that he maxed out credit cards. He did it on his own. Like, you know, we have these great creators that do things and make things, but then we don't see them. They only have these little blips or, you know, for us black people that have like, you know, black exploitation in the 70s, we only have these little moments of time. We need to have a consistent pieces of moments of time that we come together and we make something great like and we can do it man shout out to um uh duke man uh he's been on a podcast so many times he's doing something in the computer science world and he said he loves to help other people and mentor other people because he wants to see that in the black community and computer science field he's going to usc right now um working on his doctorates possibly so you know, it's some people out there that are making a difference. And when people are making a difference and showing things that we love, we have to uplift it. I like a good joke like everybody else. If you've seen Keith Murray wilding out, it's funny. You know, it's also sad, but that will get Keith Murray seeming like he's drunk or on drugs or something like that will get more shine or more recognition than positivity like this is a recorded podcast. Shout out to my cousin Ronald's, um, the Drayton's. Uh, maybe I got to put it in the description, man. He's doing something amazing with his family, showing black love, showing fun, showing, you know, different things. Like, I love seeing that. I love seeing black happiness, black love, because we always see the trauma, the dangers. I love the ratchet music just like everybody else, but it's always fuck a bitch and shooting. Up. You know, we was working the other day, and I talked about how my mom used to always listen to Joe to see Diary of a Mad Band. She would listen to that. Um, every day before she started work, man. That's how we knew she was getting ready for work. Because when we hear that, whenever you want it, want it. You know, like, and we were talking about it at work, you know. Um, you know, Jodeci has songs, I Cry For You. Lady, now, you know, I love the ratchet songs like everybody else, but it's like, girl, swallow my kids, and, like, they keep saying that and everything, but these dudes back in the day, they was looking like 
that you know everybody else in the street hustling getting money but they singing lady I will cry for you tonight tonight Hey, shout out to my boy, man. KC, I think it's KC, man. Um, we hit them notes, man. He said, I don't know. I don't know, but I'll cry. You know, it's like, you know, we don't get them songs like that, man. It was a vibe. And, you know, I was born in 87, so it was the early 90s. I was a child, so I wasn't outside for those. Like, you know, we have a, a couple songs, but it's even you know, hard now because R&B and rap is blurred because all the rappers sing. But back in them days, they used to sing and they used to love and they used to just do that, you know. We just got to have that balance. We don't need to be holier than thou, but we also don't need to be demons. If we could just level it out, you know what I'm saying, and get to a point where we could meet and everybody catching a vibe and catching a good time and just lifting up black creators, black stories, if you see somebody doing something wrong or something you don't like, but you can see where they're going, um, acknowledge them, help them, DM them. If they ask you for your help, or say, hey, you can do that, or find a way to help them out. You know, as a black people in a society, as a culture, we got to help each other. You got to grow, and we got to help, and we got to love. We got to love everyone, but it starts with the home front, the black community first. We got to build it up. It's been damaged by design. So we need to build it up by design and with intention. And, you know, we need to do it quietly and amongst ourselves. When you do things and you just move in silence, gangsters move in silence, um, real G's move in silence like lasagna, you know, hey, if you know Lil Wayne, that was a bar. But if we just do it, man, put in the work and do it. Go to your communities, help your communities, talk to your people. It really takes a village. That village mentality is so real. You know, you really have to build up kids, help kids, and like, because they don't know, you know. I got nephews and family and stuff like that. Like, hey, they don't know PTO is used when you ask for it in advance. They think when you call out, you can get it. They don't know you got to put oil in the car, this and that, you know. And for a lot of us, and, and sometimes it's like, hey, if people didn't have father figures or different people in their lives or good people around them, they're not going to know. So we need that village mentality of helping kids, and we got to learn how to speak to kids. Like, ever since me and my wife learned with gaslighting, the word is, we, uh, man, we make so much fun of it. We say gaslighting is black childhood, basically. It's, it's so funny. Gaslighting is basically manipulating somebody. The definition is, is like manipulating somebody to believe what you're doing is not wrong, you know, but they're wrong. So basically, um, you know, if somebody treats you bad, Somebody hits on you and they say, oh, see what you made me do. But we laugh and we joke about it like gaslighting is like, I know you ain't open my refrigerator, close my door. I'm going to give you something to cry about. I'm going to do this. I'm gonna do, like, that's like, hey, yo, like, I'm just kind of chilling and you kind of like, I'm going to give you something to cry about. Like, I'm crying because you hit me. You try to act like I'm crying for no reason. You know, black childhood is gaslighting. So we laugh about that and we joke about that. But. Um, let's laugh and joke on our way to greatness. Let's laugh and joke on our way to success. Let's laugh and joke for on our way to building up black businesses for everybody. Let's laugh and joke to love. Let's show more of that. You know, it's really sad to me the dating pool right now, but also with it being sad, we also got to be honest with ourselves. What it is is that a lot of people choose the wrong partner. Hello. 
I'm talking to somebody out there. A lot of us choose the wrong way. You know, like, there's nothing obligating us to be with this person. We want to force this relationship that's not good, whether it's with a parent, brother, sister, uh, but mainly with a spouse. You know, we choose poorly. You know, we all do. Like, it was amazing that I got with my wife and everything was good. But, you know, for me, being young and just wanting anything, if she was kind of on bullshit, I probably would have just ignored it and went along with it. And I would fall into the same kind of category as everybody else that chooses poorly. You know, you don't have to deal with that. Sometimes it's better to be alone and build yourself up and wait. Be patient. Be patient. Be patient. For this podcast, I got to be patient. Things that want, I want in life, I got to be patient. You have to be patient in getting something good. Because there's nothing worse in this life than wasting time. There's nothing worse in this life than wasting time. And most of us will waste time with somebody that doesn't value us, doesn't love us, doesn't even care or think about us. And we have to change that. This is a new year. This is a new time. For women, it's making money hand over fist. It's time to, like, you don't need no man. You may want a man, but key word is need. Everything in this life is black and white. Does she love you? Yes or no. Ain't no wrong. But he, you know, and then, no. Does he love you? Yes or no. For a dude, is she right for you? Yes or no. You know, for creators and people, are you putting in the work? Yes or no. Do you want it bad enough? Yes or no. Everything got to be black and white. Yes or no. We have to stop beating around the bush. We got to stop playing with these things. We got to just start being real with ourselves. And we really got to understand the role we play in our success. We could play a major role in our success or we could be like everybody else and blame it on somebody else or people didn't support or this or that. But we have to, you know, put that accountability on ourselves and we have to go after it, man. And that's what I talk about, you know. In this life, you know, a lot of us, when I talk about the wasting time, we look at a young brother like DeMar Hamlin, right? If you don't know the situation, the young brother's playing for football, NFL. He makes a hit. He gets up. He goes into cardiac arrest. Number one, what I want to say about that, God bless him. Hope he's doing well. Hope a speedy recovery for him and everything. One thing I want to say about that, people don't understand how amazing it is. And God bless those EMTs or different people that helped him because they literally saved his life. Because I was talking to my wife, he basically died on that field. He basically died on that field, but they had the mental capacity and they had the skills and the training and they put in the work to literally bring this young brother back and get him right. We could be talking about him long gone. But, you know, that's the type of people you want to gravitate towards. People that you don't have to tell them what to do. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm building on something. You want to be with somebody, right? You don't have to tell them you need life support, you dying. They're already there, like them ENTs were there for that brother. You don't want to deal with somebody, I'm dying, I'm hurting, I'm sad, I'm in pain, I'm depressed. You want to know with somebody, when you're falling down and out, somebody right there breathing life back into you, baby. They right there, I'm here for you, I'm going to fight for you. I'm the, I'll build you up out of this depression, I'll build you up out of this hole. I build you up out of that dark time. But that's what I'm telling y'all right now. This young brother, 23, 24 years old, it could have been over. Playing a sport, that never has happened before. There's been injuries, there's been freak accidents, all that. Somebody basically dying on the field, 
Never had people get paralyzed, all that. Somebody basically dying on the field has never happened. So one in a million. So what I'm saying to you right now, it's a one in a million. You can go out, you could be sleep, anything, and it could be over for you just like that. So what I'm telling you is don't play with this life. Don't play with your goals. I can't play with this podcast. You can't play with your dreams. You can't play with, you know, your happiness and having somebody hurting you and depressing you. You can't play with it. You got to go after it. You got to want it. You got to love yourself. And you got to watch this is recorded, man. I really thank you for paying attention, for listening, for lending me your ear. I thank you so much. Prayers, thoughts, condolences to Damar Hamlin. Um, they working, man, because he's doing better. And they'll work for you, man. If you put in the work, do better. There was somebody that's an EMT in your life that's saving you without you even asking. That's going to be your life support without you even asking. They're just going to know. They look down. Let me help them get back up. I speak into existence that you have a beautiful, life-changing week in a good way. And this is recorded.